You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Let's get you set for the AFC title game with Jared Bell of USA Today, who's been covering the Jaguars this week in Jacksonville. Jared, we appreciate you taking the time. Let's start in New England. We know that Tom Brady's the most accomplished quarterback of all time, but he's human and he's 40. Should the Patriots be concerned that he's dealing with his hand injury? Yeah, I guess you never know how bad something is until you really know. And I don't know any of the details. You probably have heard more from some of the reports or whatnot, but I guess he didn't practice today. So that raises your eyebrow. Um, Although I thought I saw some pictures where he was out there with a glove. So I don't know if that means he was out there and he was limited or whatever. But it's still a concern because something happened, right? And, um, you know, it's the, it's the game to get to the Super Bowl. So not a good time for uh, any kind of injury. And, and I guess if, if Brady goes out there on Sunday and he's floating passes without the usual zip and accuracy, then you'll say, boy, he should not have traded Jimmy Garoppolo so soon. Um, it could cost him a Super Bowl. So, I mean, the stakes are that high, really. And you're talking about a Jacksonville defense that – um, I, I would give a puncher's chance anyway to beat New England just because of the way the Jags are built. You know, you think about it with a great defense and a great defensive front, and, and they've got great defense at all levels, really. But, I mean, that that uh, front line with Calais Campbell and, and, and Unique um, and, and Gakwe and, and those guys, uh, Malik Jackson, I mean, that is a big-time defensive line. And, you know, Tom Coughlin's in the house, the Giants beat the Patriots and the Super Bowls with a great defensive line, press from Brady, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, this just kind of adds another layer of intrigue to it in my mind. Uh, there's Brady a lot of, of things you can draw from, uh, let's just say, to, to try to build up a phenomenal story for this football game. Yeah. You've got a Jaguars team that has Blake Bortles as their quarterback, and then you look at the other side, you have, you have Tom Brady, and everyone automatically assume that they're going to win because of that, and, but yet he does have the injured right hand, and we really don't know how bad it is. But when you look at this Jacksonville team overall, in particular, let's just say specifically Blake Bortles, can he actually go out and play – a game similar to how he played against the Pittsburgh Steelers and maybe let's just say, I won't say outshine Tom Brady, but play well enough for this team to win, not by accident, but really just winning by maybe 10 to 14 points. Yeah. Here's what has to happen, Cordell. And you know it as well as anybody. Um, If he can control the football and not turn it over, then they have a chance to be in the game. Right. And there's a couple things about this Jaguars team that if you haven't really paid, close attention to them this season. I mean, it is Jacksonville, right? They don't get as much attention in prime time and all of that. But but two things really stick out that you would like about them, regardless if you knew what their team name was or not. One, they lead the league in defensive touchdowns. They scored seven touchdowns with their defense. And it was kind of funny because before the playoffs started, um, you know, I do this every year where I, you know, I just give myself a flow chart, you know, and I get all the playoff teams, I put them on the legal pad. It's like, okay, what they rank in offense, what they rank in scoring, what they rank in sacks, and all this kind of stuff, right? And when I got to Jacksonville in scoring, they were fifth in the NFL in scoring. And I had to go back and say, no, wait, 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 how did that? No, they're not fifth in the NFL in scoring. And I went back and I double-checked. It's like, yeah, they were fifth, but it was because they got seven defensive touchdowns. So that's an enormous advantage to have to winning, right? So if they can get a couple against Brady and the Patriots, 
then that would be kind of part of their formula. The other thing that they do well, and they scored the most points in the NFL this year off of turnovers, so the, their offense has been able to, to cash in on a lot of the turnovers because they led the league in turnovers, so they've been able to produce points. But the other thing that they've done on offense, and this is a credit to Blake Bortles and that unit, is that they have the NFL's best red zone touchdown percentage. And, you know, that's huge because I got through watching the Atlanta Falcons three weeks in a row. Not one week, not two. I had the Falcons for three weeks in a row. And I don't know the last time I've had a team three weeks in a row, that you know, except for maybe the playoffs or whatever. But I had them three weeks in a row, and they had so much trouble every time they got down to the red zone. And if you look at how the Falcons' season ended at Philly, sure enough, they couldn't score once getting into the red zone. Well, this Jacksonville team, has been able to score once they get inside the 20. So they've been very efficient. Blake Bortles has zero picks this year in the red zone. And then like any team that is really efficient in the red zone, if you have a running game, you can do it. And the Jags have the number one running game in the NFL with Leonard Fournette. But also with Blake Bortles giving you some choice runs when he has to, you know. And so – uh, that's why I think they're a dangerous team to play. Can they go in and, and win this game? I mean, obviously they've got to play a great game and can't beat themselves, but this team is a is a good football team, okay? <laughs> but they do have Blake Bortles, that quarterback, who's not going to light it up at Tom Brady, but he doesn't have to throw for 350 yards if he doesn't have any turnovers, if they can play balanced football. And the thing he did at Pittsburgh the other day that was so good he started hitting on those third down passes. So he threw some, you know, a couple balls in the dirt and a couple that sailed away that looked real ugly. But on third down, most of the time, he looked really good the other day. Jared Bell, USA Today is our guest on the NFL on Tune. And Jared, none of us are capologists. So in general terms, if Case Keenum and the Vikings win on Sunday, <laughs> making history, first team never play in the Super Bowl at their home stadium, how do you think the Vikings approach Keenum in the offseason financially? Yeah, they got to try to keep them. I mean, they really do. And so the interesting thing with Minnesota is the fact that they'll have all three of their veteran quarterbacks able to hit the market as free agents. And so we're obviously talking about Sam Bradford and Teddy Bridgewater. So I think they've got to try to keep two out of those three, right? If, if I can keep uh, – and I don't know the pecking order that they will have, but if you look at what happened the other day – they had Bradford as number two and Bridgewater as number three. So assuming that maybe – and I don't know if that had to do with health or not, but two out of the three. But one of those three, it better be Case Keenum. Okay. I mean, he, and he deserves it. He really does. Um, you know, you could say that a starter should get his job back based on – you know, after he gets injured. And sometimes I could see that being the case. I mean, if it was Tom Brady, okay. But other times – it doesn't apply. And I go way back in history to Joe Montana and Steve Young. Um, you know, that was it. The end of the road for Joe in San Francisco was his elbow um, going out on him, and, and he lost his job. In this case, in Minnesota, I don't know if, you know, Sam Bradford has that. This is Joe Montana, <laughs> you know, cachet, right? So they've got to try to keep Case Keenum. Jared, as always, we appreciate the information. Enjoy the games on Sunday. Thanks for joining us again on the NFL on TuneIn. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me. 
You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on Tune. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.